and welcome into the big Friday edition of Newsmax Daily for June 9th, 2023. It is the second Friday of five this month. Two more weekends until it is officially summer. And we'll start with the good news. The haze is finally starting to lift in the Northeast, although residents in some cities are still being encouraged and advised to stay inside as much as possible. This is all from that smoke from the Canadian wildfires, but forecasters are saying the winds are beginning to change. Winds of change, scorpions. Love that tune. Anyway, they say the smoke uh, will start to blow away from the United States, and that's good news heading into the weekend. Today is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Wow, say that five times fast. A lot of people wouldn't even know what rhubarb is if you put it in front of them. For starters, even though it's going in a fruit pie, it's actually a vegetable. The good news is it's rich in antioxidants and helps lower bad cholesterol mixed in with strawberries, so it must be good for you. Minus the sugar, right? All right, let's get to the news, and there is no sugarcoating this. The two big stories, a federal grand jury voting to indict President Trump in connection to the special counsel investigation, this for his handling of classified documents. This all a result of the documents that were found in Trump's Florida home last year when the FBI raided it. Another unprecedented move. Trump faces seven counts and said on his Truth Social platform that he'll be arraigned Tuesday in Miami and will plead not guilty. Second, members of the House Oversight Committee that got to read an FBI informant file that was provided by FBI Director Chris Wray to avoid being held in contempt of Congress say that it details a $5 million bribery payment to President Joe Biden when he was Vice President Biden coming from Ukrainian company Burisma. That's the company that Hunter, his son, had been working for and being paid a ridiculous sum of money. Joe says it's all malarkey. Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. It's in that Delaware beach home. That's where it is. Have you seen that home? And imagine if Donald Trump made a joke like that. Unbelievable. That was during yesterday's bilateral meeting with the Prime Minister of the UK. Imagine you're the President or the Prime Minister of a country, and you come to visit the President of another country in the capital of their government, the White House, an international symbol of America's greatness. And when you get there, that country is asking its president if he took bribes while indicting their former president. And you're like, wow, America. Rishi Shunak probably wanted to hightail it back to the UK as quickly as possible. Anyway, you can read all about the FBI file at Newsmax.com. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a member of the House Oversight Committee, read the file and spoke with Newsmax's Chris Salcedo. It seems there are more FD 1023s, these unclassified documents detailing multiple investigations of influence peddling, criminal influence peddling by the Biden family and Joe Biden himself that were revealed to James Comer and his staff today. Is it a coincidence, do you think, that on a day when the FBI finally comes clean about what they've got on Joe Biden, that all of a sudden we have an indictment of President Trump? <laughs> no, I don't think there's any coincidence. And, and I can tell you, Chris, you're absolutely right. I actually read the FD 1023 form today in the SCIF. 
And it's ironic it was in the SCIF because this 1023 form is unclassified. So I believe all the American people should be able to see it. But on the 1023 form that lays out in perfect detail and description from the FBI's top paid uh, informant that they say is very credible, one of their most credible informants, it lays out all the truth that, that we knew all along, that you've reported on and many others, that Joe Biden was involved in pay-to-play schemes in Ukraine involving, involving Burisma. And it says in very clear detail that Joe Biden was paid $5 million and Hunter Biden was paid $5 million to get the work done, to get Victor Shokin, the prosecutor, fired and stop him from investigating Burisma. Hunter was on the board for Burisma, and he wanted to have Burisma buy a U.S. oil and gas company. And he says that he was working that deal. Now, the redacted person that's quoted on the form by the informant said that Hunter Biden was stupid. So they didn't think very highly of them. But they were involved and used to having to pay bribes because that's common in Ukraine and Russia in business. And they were willing to pay a bribe to the vice president of the United States in order to get Victor Shokin well, fired. But the form references two more 1023 forms. So we know there are at wow. least two more. Well, it, it may be common to bribe officials in Ukraine and Russia, but it's also common here in the United States. I mean, Joe Biden, while he was in the Senate, this was the worst kept secret in the United States. He was known as quid pro Joe by his fellow Democrats and also Republicans who call Joe Biden their friend. And thank you for reminding us of that, Chris Salcedo. And here's what quid pro Joe had to say about the Trump indictment. I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. There he goes with the creepy Joe voice again. I'm honest. It's like when you ask someone a question and they say, well, let me tell you the truth. No. Why don't you lie to me? It just sounds like he's lying when he says, I'm honest. Anyway, we get more on Donald Trump's indictment from Rob Schmidt tonight. I'm going to bring in one of uh, President Trump's attorneys, Jesse Benal, joins us now. Uh, sir, thank you so much uh, for coming on. What can you tell us at this point? Well, um, first of all, of course, I do not represent President Trump in this case. I represent him in other cases. But what I can tell you is that um, this is a very sad day. This is a very unfortunate day for America, where um, the, the Justice Department, again, um, through a, a prosecutor that just has a, a horrible record of, uh, of leading political prosecutions, has um, taken a, an ex the, the, the biggest political prosecution in our country's history uh, by indicting uh, President Trump today. And um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you a story because we're we're seeing a little bit about uh, some of the prosecutorial misconduct that's already happened, possibly in this case. I was involved in, in a case where um, Jack Smith's public integrity section in, was involved in prosecutorial misconduct in front of the grand jury and had a case dismissed because of it. This is, quite honestly, um, one of the worst prosecutors in Washington, D.C. He has a politically motivated um, staff, and, and they're really just tearing America apart right now. That's Jesse Benal, an attorney for the Trump legal team. The indictments, the weakness of the charges in the indictments, the timing of the investigations, and the timing of the announcements over the years. Here's Laura Trump on Newsmax. All right, Laura. Laura. 
Let's talk about America's perception of what the DOJ and the FBI and all these people are trying to do just to keep him out of office. Well, I think people are finally getting it, Carl, and I think that that is some good news here. Um, look, you can only fool people so many times and you can only target the same person so many times in the way that we've seen happen to my father-in-law before people start to realize what this is ultimately all about. I think it's pretty clear to anyone who's paid attention that uh -huh. since the day Donald Trump came down the escalator in Trump Tower and announced he was running for president of the United States and didn't need the support of the swamp, didn't need the support of the establishment, he became a target. And we have seen time after time, whether it's the Russia collusion hoax, whether it's the ridiculous, unprecedented indictments against him, whether it is the raid at, at dawn at Mar-a-Lago, whether it's Alvin Bragg in Manhattan or the current situation with the DOJ, mm -hmm. he has been the target. And I think it's because people realize now Donald Trump is truly the only person who can drain the swamp, who mm. is going to expose all of these people. And I think the American people have caught on pretty quickly to that. Laura Trump on Frontline with Carl Higby. That's weekday afternoons at 5 o'clock Eastern. So again, President Trump will appear in Miami federal court on Tuesday and plead not guilty. It's happening in Miami because the special counsel believes the alleged crime took place in Florida, where the documents were found and where Donald Trump is accused of lying to the FBI. You remember the ridiculous Stormy Daniels hush money indictment. Trump raised millions of dollars and his poll numbers went up after that. I'm guessing, and many political pundits are already saying today, that they suspect the same thing will happen over the weekend and next week. Meanwhile, Florida governor and presidential opponent Ron DeSantis said the latest indictment against President Trump is, quote, the weaponization of federal law enforcement. DeSantis calling it a mortal threat to a free society. And he said his administration will bring accountability to the Department of Justice, meaning when he becomes president. Let me shift gears here for a moment. Speaking of accountability and justice, Greta Van Susteren has been relentless in her reporting and investigating of the Natalie Holloway case. Natalie disappeared back in 2005. The suspect in her disappearance, Joran Vandersloot, who is serving a prison sentence for murder in Peru, was finally extradited to the United States in Alabama where he will be arraigned in federal court today, and Greta is there. Greta, you have been, let's just say, instrumental not only in coverage, but also in keeping this, uh, this, this case alive. Well, Carl, actually, I mean, I started it 18 years ago, and, I, and I, it was a promise I made to Beth Holloway when I met her in a hotel room in the Holiday Inn in, um, in Baruba. And I thought at the time, I, I promised her I'd stick with it to the end. And quite honestly, and Beth and I do have a little gallows humor on it, I thought it'd be a couple days. I thought we'd either find the young girl, she was a teenager just graduating high school, uh, or, or I, the bad news is I thought we might also find her dead. Well, 18 years later, um, I'm still working on the case with Beth, and this is a huge, huge development, and my hat goes off to the, the, the nation of Peru. Peru has been unbelievably fantastic, and our FBI field agents, I can't say enough good things about them. I mean, it's like, this is truly, you know, this is, 
you know, this is the best of the best of our law enforcement and with our relationship with other countries like Peru, which incidentally has been a, an ally of ours for almost 200 years. But um, this is a big night for the Holloway family. Finally, some justice. Uh, nobody ever thought it would come. And, you know, actually tomorrow at 11 a.m., you're on Vanderslope behind me in this courthouse. We'll be told about the two charges against him. He could face 40 years in prison for these two counts. He got 28 years in prison for the brutal beating of Stephanie Flores on May 30th, 2010. So this is another step in the justice uh, for uh, Yaron Vandersloot and some of the things that he has left in his path. Right. It's, you know, it's an honor to sit in your chair tonight and, and, and toss this to you because, you, like you said, you, you were day one on this case. The amount of work you put in with the FBI, with Interpol and things like that, you moved mountains to, to get this underway. But, you know, as, as I look back at this, this, was, this stopped people almost globally from taking spring break vacations 18 years ago. Well, I don't blame them. Look, I tell everybody, before you go to Aruba, just do me one favor. Go to the State Department's webpage on human trafficking and check uh, Aruba, and then you make your decision. Look, Aruba's got beautiful beaches, but I would check that State Department page before I did anything else. Greta Van Susteren live on Newsmax from outside the courthouse in Alabama. Aruba is a beautiful place, but dangerous, like Mexico and other beautiful places outside of the United States, where, by the way, there are plenty of beautiful beaches. Vandersloot is wanted, has been wanted in the United States on one count each for extortion and wire fraud. Those are the only charges that have ever been linked to Holloway's disappearance. Make sure you watch the record with Greta Van Susteren tonight. That's at 6 o'clock Eastern. And I've said this before, having interviewed Greta on the radio several times over the years and having some off-air conversations with her, she is one of the nicest people that you could possibly meet and a true, true professional in the business. Oh, and there was other news involving Alabama as well. A major decision yesterday from the U.S. Supreme Court on voting rights that could impact who controls Congress in the next election or after the next election. In a surprising ruling, Chief Justice John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh both joined the court's liberal justices striking down Alabama's congressional map, which critics say diluted the power of the many black voters in Alabama. The court ordering Alabama to redraw the state's congressional map, which would allow an additional black majority district to account for the fact that the state is 27% black. More news in a moment. You know the old saying, good things come in small packages. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier is about the size of your hand, but powerful enough to kill viruses, mold, and odors quickly. I now have a couple of these in my home, and it is amazing how we can actually smell cleaner, fresher, healthier air in our home. My wife, who suffers from allergies, is especially happy with it. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses proven oxy technology to purify the air. I don't know all the technology, I just know it works. And because it's not a filter, you don't have to keep on buying filters. It has no filter. You just plug it in. And right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. Simply go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code TONY, like my name, save $200. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com, discount code TONY, and shipping is free. 
So back in Washington, the Pentagon is shooting down a Wall Street Journal report that Cuba had a secret agreement with China to establish an electronic spy facility on the island 100 miles away from Miami, Florida. John Kirby, spokesman for the White House National Security Council, said the report is not accurate. He didn't say it wasn't true. He just said it wasn't accurate. You know what else is in Florida? CENTCOM, the U.S. Central Command at MacDill Air Force Base right over in Tampa, also not far from Cuba, one of the largest military coalitions in U.S. history. Come on, wake up, people. By the way, if you're not already watching Newsmax, it is available on most major cable systems, AT&T, Xfinity, Comcast, Cox, DirecTV, many others. It's available on platforms for streaming as well, Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, and make sure you get the Newsmax app on your phone and stay up to date on all of the breaking news. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Have a fantastic and safe weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. And in the meantime... Keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.